Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur Podcast. Today's guest is a former accountant turned Pinterest marketing consultant, helping online and small businesses grow their bottom line using Pinterest. Her mission is empowering business owners to scale their marketing using Pinterest, and she helps her clients create Pinterest strategies to create more leads, traffic, and sales while making their competition irrelevant. In her spare time, she's a bit of a foodie who's always looking on Pinterest for new delicious recipes to cook that her kids will refuse to eat, which is something I think everybody listening to this can, can relate to. So I'm excited to introduce you today to Heather Ferris, or maybe reintroduce you to Heather. <laughs> Hello again. <laughs> Hello. Heather has joined us on the podcast six months or so ago and participated in Become Influential. So it's nice to work with you again and kind of reintroduce you to the audience. Uh, I love you, Meg. I followed you for over a year on a, on the travel blog, not knowing that those were your beautiful kids' faces and that you were behind that Instagram account. So it's so nice to actually connect with you and collaborate like this. Oh, that's such a cool story. Thank you for sharing it. Um, so I'd love to start by just hearing the story of what made you fall in love with Pinterest. Like, how did you, what was your journey like where you discovered the platform and realized that that's where you wanted to invest your time? I was actually a new mom and a new wife. And I joke that I couldn't cook my way out of a hamburger helper box because that is what we were having every night for dinner, like six nights a week. And it was making us sick. So I had to rethink my cooking skills and figure out actually how to cook for my family. So I put a call out on Facebook and was like, Hey fam, like I need to know how to cook. I don't know how anyone have any tips because we were broke. Like I couldn't even afford a cookbook and I needed something that would help me to learn how to cook. My sister-in-law said, Hey, you should get on this new platform called Pinterest. Um, I'll have to invite you though, because it's like a, a, it's in beta and they're like, you have to sign up and get an invite. So it was two weeks. I, she gave me the invite. I requested it on the platform. Two weeks later, I got an email saying, welcome to Pinterest, your new search and discovery platform. And I was like, oh, okay. So I signed in. I was like, well, it's perfect for meal planning. Um, once I got in, it was just all food. Like, this is it. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. So through that process of, of learning about Pinterest and getting on the platform, I actually taught myself how to cook real food. I fell in love with cooking. I actually love to cook now. And my original profile was actually what I turned into my mom blog when I started blogging. And I have a recipes board with like 
2,700 recipes on it. Wow. And I've cooked every one of them. Wow. So <laughs> I taught myself how to be a mom, how to decorate a house, uh, how to parent, you know, marriage tips, cooking. T- I pretty much taught myself how to be an adult. <laughs> I don't know so. what's more impressive, the number of pins on the food board or the fact that you actually executed them cooked them all and it's not even the only one I have a bunch of boards that are hidden that are like side dishes and desserts and breakfast I've cooked all those too oh my goodness that's incredible I have a lot of food blogs pinned but I've not cooked many of them I cooked them (laughs) I cooked them all I was very serious for a very long time so when did you make the decision that this was going to be a viable business platform and not only a business platform for you but a business that you could run yeah so I actually fell into it um it's one of those kind of rags to riches stories right I was um yet again in a situation where uh, my work life was not healthy um my job I was in a very toxic work environment and I was looking for a way to make extra money outside of that but I wasn't in a position where we lived in a town of 13,000 people in the Midwest and I wasn't going to be able to find another job if I quit that one. Like it was not going to happen. We were, I was going to be unemployed. So I started looking for other ways to actually make an income online. And this was in 2016. I had started in like 2014 and then I got pregnant and had a baby and I put all of it on, on pause, um, just to work and survive. And then in 2016, after my daughter was about a year old, um, I came back to it and I was like, well, you know, now's the time. So I started looking for uh, ways to make money online. So what I typed in was work at home jobs for moms. And I was greeted with hundreds of thousands of pins. And it was just unbelievable. There's this entire side of Pinterest that I never even knew existed because I had never interacted with any content like that before. I'd only ever interacted with like motherhood, baby and food. So that's all the platform showed me. Well, this whole new world was opened up to me and I found um, one of my very, very good friends now, Monica Frost. I found a pin of hers on how to start a blog in seven days. And she was speaking to corporate moms, which is wh- where I was at at the time. And it just really resonated with me and the transformation she was promising really resonated with me. And I clicked on it and I started my blog in that seven days. And then I reached out to her and was like, hey, here's my blog. I started it in seven days from your tutorial. Let's be friends. (laughs) And, um, so I started my mom blog in 2016 in August. Uh, I started my mom blog in August of 2016. Work just kept getting worse, like really worse. And, uh, I realized that I was really good at driving traffic to my mom blog. And if I could do it for myself like that, I could probably do it for other people. And Monica actually hired me. I was her first hire and she was my first client. And, um, I did really, really well for her and she started referring me to her friends and it snowballed in 2017. That's awesome. That's such a great story. And I feel like there's a piece of that that leads us into like my next question perfectly. I love that you talked about how you focus so much on parenting and recipes and, and you didn't even realize there was this whole other side to Pinterest. And I can relate to that too. For me, it was like parenting and crafts. I'm much more of a crafter than I am a recipe and cooker. Anyhow, but with, Pinterest really has so many different different 
like niches that, that it speaks to. I'd love for you to kind of break down the demographics of people who are using Pinterest and what businesses are suited to have a presence on the platform. Because I think there's a decent amount of people who just assume that their people aren't there or that their business isn't right to be there. And I think the reason they assume that is because like you and I, they just aren't quite tapped into the right markets yet. Yeah, and they've probably never searched on the platform either for their people, right? So I'm going to say, and this is going to be like a big kind of like about every industry you can find on Pinterest, um, it, with the exception of a couple, like they don't like extreme before and afters, like weight loss, extreme before and afters. They don't like any health claims. They don't like vaccine information. They're very picky about the content they allow because they want their people to be safe. Um, so just about every vertical or every industry is on the platform, including vehicles, which you wouldn't think, but RVs are on there. Um, alcohol, there are alcohol companies that are promoting on the platform. So just kind of like a few, you know, odd ones. Uh, it's a couple that are not allowed and that's in, that is, um, drugs, like prescription drugs are not allowed. Um, I think even they even restrict over the counter. So like supplements and stuff might be tricky and then tobacco and firearms. Okay. Just straight up. No, but most of your people are probably not in those industries. No, so, no. um, pretty much every industry has been touched on at some point, including the finance industry, which a lot of people are very surprised about and insurance. I actually put together a strategy last year for a health sharing company to be on the platform. So, um, I would just like in the session that you're going to hear from me, take the tip on how to find your audience and go and find them. Yes. And, and as far as like demographic wise, you're speaking generally to the women in the household. The largest majority of Pinterest users are U.S. based. They are U.S. mothers. 80% of all moms in the United States between the ages of like 25 to 54 ish, 80% of them use Pinterest and they are the decision makers in the household. So they are deciding what to buy, what their kids wear, what their kids eat, where they go on vacation how they spend their money. So those are the people you're speaking to. Yeah. And I, along those lines, I've done a lot of research on mommy marketing and I don't have the stats like on the top of my head, but even things that you would never think the woman would buy, like maybe automobiles or grills or power tools. It, there are statistics out there that show that women actually do drive those purchase decisions. It's kind of crazy. They do. So I think that's it really is. important to remember. Well, and you have to think of it from a point of view of those women are in, in charge of the budget. So if their husband comes to them and says, I want to buy this Makita drill, which has happened in my household. <laughs> my husband uses Makita tools. They are a very high end tool. Um, they are not cheap for one drill. It's like two to 300 bucks. So, um, you know, those women are in charge of the budget. So you have to think of it from that perspective. If they're in charge of the finances and they're budgeting for their family, they're probably going to do the research for those things and say, yes, or here's a better option. Right. Or here's when a sale is likely coming or searching for the best deal yeah. and stuff like that. Awesome. Now, 
at the Organic Marketing Summit, you did touch on, you know, you're dropping a, a ton of value there that's going to really dive deeper into the exact strategy we're using. But the overarching goal of the Organic Marketing Summit is for all attendees to develop their marketing plan so that they can plan for success and not, you know, mm-hmm. just do whatever and hope for the best. So can you share any experience that you may have with planning your Pinterest marketing marketing versus just kind of pinning whatever you feel like pinning? Yeah. So what I like to do is actually look at the year as a whole, what holidays are happening and they're like major holidays like Easter, you know, go back to January, what's happening in January, February, go through each month and kind of get those into your calendar. And then I want you to ask yourself, is this a holiday where I can speak to my audience with this holiday trend? And if it is, and it makes sense for your marketing, make sure you're including that in your marketing plan, but you're not just going to include it when the trend is happening. Like when Easter happens, you're not just going to publish content the week of Easter. You're going to be publishing content about Easter in January. So I want you to back it up about 90 days uh, from that actual holiday or trend happening. And that's when you plan your content. So the planning piece is essential really for success because of the way the platform works. Exactly. And I talk about that, the delivery in the, in the actual session, which again, it just kind of wraps it all up for full circle in that we have to be planning our marketing. We can't just market a day at a time or a week at a time. We have to have a plan. And I found that so many people in my networks don't have a plan. They're going project by project and trying to develop a plan, but not making like an overarching plan to guide their marketing. And that's really the goal of the Organic Marketing Summit. So you have graciously um, made yourself available to contribute to the Organic Marketing Summit and sharing all of your Pinterest advice there. The summit is going to happen over one week in November. And attendees during that time are going to build their 2021 marketing plan alongside over 20 other industry leading experts who are all just as invested as Heather is in your success. The tickets are completely free. So head over right now to organicmarketingsummit.com and grab your free ticket. You want to do it now before you forget because we know you will forget. Um, we all will hang up or we're going to hang up this call. We're going to get off this podcast. We're going to close this video and we're going to forget. So go do it now. And Heather and I both will look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much, Meg. I look forward to it. Oh, thank you so much. And bye for now. Bye for now. Head over to OrganicMarketingSummit.com and grab your free ticket to the Organic Marketing Summit today. It's happening November 9th through 13th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. Bye for now. us a favor share this podcast to a friend it's like my mom always says sharing is caring